Section 17 of A Young Girl's Diary by Anonymous, translated by Cedar Paul and others. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by K. Hand. Section 17, September the Third Year. September 1st. Hello, hurrah! Tomorrow, Hella's father is going to take me to K.M. in Hungary to stay with Hella. I am so awfully delighted. Hella is an angel. When she was ill last Christmas, her father said she can ask for anything she likes. But she did not think of anything in particular, and had her Christmas wishes anyhow, so she saved up this wish. And after she had been here, she wrote to her father in Krakow, where he is at maneuvers, saying that if he would like to grant her her chief wish, then, when he came back to Vienna, he was to take me with him to K.M. This was really the greatest wish she had ever had in her life. So Colonel Bruckner called at father's office today and showed him Hella's letter. Tomorrow at three I must be at the state railway terminus. Unfortunately, that's a horrid railway. The western railway is much nicer, and I like the southern railway better still. September 2nd. I'm awfully excited. I'm going to Vienna alone, and I have to change at leasing. I do hope I shall get into the right train. I got a letter from Hella first thing this morning in which she wrote, Perhaps we shall be together again in a few days. That's all she said about that. I suppose she did not know yet whether I was really coming. Mother will have to send my white blouses after me, because all but one are dirty. I'm going to wear my coat and skirt and the pink blouse. I'm going to take twenty pages for my diary. That will be enough, for I'm going to write whatever happens, in the mornings I expect, because in the holidays I'm sure Hella will never get up before nine. On Sundays in Vienna, she would always like to lie in bed late, but her father won't let her. But whatever happens, I won't learn to ride, for it must be awful to tumble off before a strange man. It was different for Hella. For Geno, Lajos, and Erno are her cousins, and one of them always rode close beside her with his arm around her waist, but that would not quite do in my case. September 6th. Oh, it is so glorious here. I like Geno best. He goes about with me everywhere and shows me everything. Hella is fondest of Lajos and of Erno next, but Erno has still a great deal to learn, for he was nearly flunked in his exam. Next year Lajos will be a lieutenant, and this autumn Geno is going to the military academy. Erno has a slight limp, nothing bad, but he can't go into the army. He is going to be a civil engineer, not here. He is to go to America some day. I have time to write today, for all four of them have gone to S on their cycles, and I have never learned. It was so lovely on the journey. It's so splendid to travel with an officer, and still more when he is a colonel. All the station masters saluted him, and the guards could not do enough to show their respect. Of course, everyone thought I was his daughter, for he has always said do to me since I was quite a little girl. But to Ada, father was always see. We left the train at Forgax, or Farkas, or whatever it's called, and Hella's father hired a carriage, and it took us two hours to drive to K.M. He was awfully jolly. We had our supper in F, though it was only half past six. It was a joke to see all the waiters tumbling over each other to serve him. It's just the same with father, except the station masters don't all salute. Father looks frightfully distinguished, too, but he is not in uniform. Here is something awfully interesting. Herr von Krasix came yesterday from Radufalva. His best friend left him the Radufalva estate out of gratitude, because eight years ago he gave up his fiancée with whom the friend was in love. It's true, Colonel Bruckner says that Kay is a wretched milksop, but I don't think so at all. He has such fiery eyes and looks a real Hungarian nobleman. Hella says that he used to run himself frantically into debt because every six months he had an intimacy with some new woman, and all the presents he gave reduced him almost to beggary. 
still it's difficult to believe that for however fond a woman may be of flowers and sweets one does not quite see why that should reduce anyone to beggary before we went to sleep last night hella told me that lajos had already been infected more or less she says there is not an officer who has not got venereal disease and that is really what makes him so frightfully interesting then i told her what ada told me about the actor in saint p but hella said i doubt if that's all true of course it is more likely since he was an actor and especially since he was in the army at one time but generally speaking civilians are wonderfully healthy and she could not stand that in her husband every officer has lived frantically that's a polite phrase for having had venereal disease and she would never marry a man who had not lived most girls especially when they get a little older want the very opposite and then it suddenly occurred to me that that was probably the real reason why dora bade farewell to lieutenant r and not the friendship with mother it is really awfully funny and no one would have thought it of her hella's father thinks me charming he is really awfully nice hella's uncle hardly ever says anything and when he does speak he is difficult to understand hella's father says that his sister-in-law wears the breeches that would never do for me the man must be the master but not too much so says hella she always gets cross when her father says that about wearing breeches i got an awful start yesterday we went out on the veranda because we heard the boys talking and found hella's great uncle lying there on an invalid couch she told me about him once that he's quite off his head not really paralyzed but only pretends to be hella is terribly afraid of him because long ago when she was only nine or ten years old he wanted to give her a thrashing but her uncle came in and then he let her go she says he was only humbugging but she is awfully afraid of him all the same he keeps his room and he has a male attendant because no nurse can manage him he ought really to be in an asylum but there is no high-class asylum in hungary september ninth there was a frightful rumpus this morning the great uncle the people here call him kuchia mog or however they spell it and it means mad dog well the great uncle spied in on us he can walk with a stick our room is on the ground floor and he came and planted himself in front of the window when hella was washing and i was just getting out of bed then hella's father came and made a tremendous row and the uncle swore horribly in hungarian before dinner we overheard hella's father say to aunt olga they would be dainty morsels for that old swine those innocent children we did laugh so we and innocent children what our fathers really think of us we innocent at dinner we did not dare to look at one another or we should have exploded afterwards hella said to me i say do you know that we have the same name day and when i said what do you mean it seems to me you must have gone dotty this morning she laughed like anything and said don't you see december twenty seventh holy innocence day oh it did tickle me she knew that date although she's a protestant because december twenty seventh is marina's birthday and in our letters we used to speak of that deceitful cat as the innocent the three boys and I have begun to use do to one another. At supper yesterday, Hella's father said to Erno, You seem frightfully ceremonious still. Can't you make up your minds to drop the sea? So we clinked glasses, and afterwards, when Geno and I were standing at the window admiring the moon, he said, You Margot, that was not a real pledge of good fellowship. We must kiss one another for that. Hurry up before anyone comes. And before I could say no, he had given me a kiss. After all, it was all right, as it was Geno, but it would not have done with Lajos, for it would have been horrid because of Hella, or Ilonka, as they call her here. Hella has just told me that they saw us kissing one another, and Lajos said, Look, Ilonka, they are setting us a good example. We are so awfully happy here. It's such a pity that on the 16th, Geno and Lajos have got to leave for the academy, where Geno is to enter, and Lajos is in his third year. 
erno the least interesting of the three is staying till october but that is always the way of life beautiful things pass and the dull ones remain we go out boating every day yesterday and today by moonlight the boys make the boat rock so frightfully that we are always terrified that it will upset and then they say you have your fate in your own hands buy your freedom and you will be as safe as in abraham's bosom september twelfth the great uncle hates us since what happened the other day whenever he sees us he threatens us with his stick and though we are not really afraid because he can't do anything to us it's still rather creepy one thinks all sorts of things stories and sagas one has read that is the only thing i don't quite like here but we are leaving on the eighteenth of course lajos and jenno will often come to see the bruckners i'm awfully glad i don't know why i always fancied that they could only speak magyar but that is not so at all though they always speak it at home when they are alone hella told me today for the first time that all the flowers on the table by her bed one sunday in hospital had been sent by lajos and she did not wish to tell me at the time because he wished her to keep it a secret this has made me rather angry for i see that i might have been much franker with her than she has been with me september sixteenth the boys left today and we stayed up till midnight last night we had been to nk i don't know how to spell these hungarian names and we did not get back till half past eleven it was lovely but it seems all the sadder today especially as it is raining as well it's the first time it's rained since i came partings are horrid especially for the ones left behind the others are going to new scenes anyhow but for the people left behind everything is hatefully dull and quiet in the afternoon hella and i went into jenno and lajos's rooms it had not been tidied up yet and was in a frightful mess then hella suddenly began sobbing violently and she flung herself on lajos's bed and kissed the pillow that is how she loves him i'm sure that is the way mad loves the lieutenant but dora is simply incapable of such love and then she can talk of her true and intimate friendship with mother hella says she has always been in love with lajos but that her eyes were first opened when she saw jenno and me going about and talking to one another now she will love lajos forevermore next year they will probably get engaged she can't be engaged till she is fourteen for her parents would not allow it it is for her sake that he is going into the hussars because she likes the hussars best they all live frightfully hard and are tremendously smart september twenty first since saturday we have been back in vienna and father mother and dora came back from rodin on thursday dora really is too funny since ada stayed with us and walked in her sleep dora is afraid she has been infected she does not seem to know what the word really means and while i was away she slept with mother and father slept in our room because she was afraid to sleep alone of course no one takes to walking in their sleep simply from sleeping alone but that was only a pretext dora has never been very courageous in fact she is rather a coward and she was simply afraid to sleep alone if father had been afraid too i suppose i should have had to come back post haste and if i had been afraid to travel alone there had been no one to come with me that would have been a pretty state of affairs i told them so father laughed like anything at my combinations and dora got in a frightful wax she's just as stupid and conceited as she was before she fell in love so hella is right when she says love ennobles veradelt erno made a rotten joke about that when he heard hella say it once he said you've made a slip of the tongue you meant to say love makes fools of people veracelt of course that's because he's not in love with anyone september twenty second school began again today frau doctor m is perfectly fascinating she looks splendid and she said the same to both of us thank goodness she's the head of our class again in french we have a new mistress frau doctor dunker she is perfectly hideous covered with pimples 
a thing i simply can't stand in any one hella says we must be careful never to let her handle our books if she does we might catch them in maths and physics we have another new mistress she is a doctor too and she speaks so fast that none of us can understand her but she looks frightfully clever although she is very small we call her nutling because she has such a tiny little head and such lovely light brown eyes otherwise the staff is the same as last year and there are a few new girls and some have left but only ones we did not know intimately this is franca's last year at the liz she will be sixteen in april and has a splendid figure her worst enemy must admit that dora is having english lessons from the matron and she is awfully pleased about it for she is one of her favorites and it will help her too in her matriculation september twenty fifth yesterday and the day before mother was so ill that the doctor had to be sent for at half past ten at night thank goodness she is better now but on such days i simply can't write a word in my diary i feel as if i oughtn't to and the days seem everlasting for nobody talks much and it's awful at meal times mother was up again today lying on the sofa september twenty ninth i've had such an awful toothache since the day before yesterday dora says it's only an ache for a gold filling like frau doctor m's of course that's absurd for first of all surely i ought to know whether my own tooth hurts or not and secondly the dentist says that the tooth really is decayed i have to go every other day and i can't say i enjoy it at the same time this year we have such a frightful lot to learn at school the nutling is really very nice if one could only understand better what she says but she talks at such a rate that in the fifth where she teaches too they call her waterfall nobody has ever given frau doctor m a nickname not even an endearing one the only one that could possibly be given her is angel and that could not be a real name it's quite unmeaning in the drawing class we are going to draw from still life and best of all animal studies too i am so delighted end of section seventeen